Hi, and welcome back to Golden Book. We're your hosts, Brianna. And Georgia. And we've read the last chapters of Jean Valjean, and I might say there are some pretty sad and happy times in those chapters. So, Georgia, can you recap what happened in those chapters? Okay, so, oh, in the beginning, and Cassette and Jean were living in the, this nice, quaint little town. Then Jean sees that, that um, Javert is in the town. So he takes Cassette and runs away to this other little village where Jean ends up, up getting a job as a gardener or at the place where all the nuns are. And Cassette gets to go to this, this really great school. Later on in that chapter, Jean takes, like, after years went by, Jean takes a oh, Cassette out of the school because he doesn't want Cassette to be a nun. He wants something better. Then they, they go to this Next little town, Cassette's older, 18-ish. She gets her own place with her own maid, and then Jean gets this little, little shack, and Cassette gets all this big stuff. On one of their walks one day, they meet Marius, who ends up falling in love with Cassette, and Cassette falls in love with him, and Jean doesn't really like that, so they stop going on walks. Um, then this revolution comes up, and Marius goes and, and goes to the barricade, and he almost gets killed. Then and but then and he Jean uh, takes him and saves him. But before that, at Jean finds goes and saves Javert from almost being killed. And so Jean saved Javert's life. She saved Marius' life. Then Javert ends up capturing, getting Jean again, like, to take him to prison. Jean's like, okay, just, you can take me and whatever, but let me take this guy hey, to safety, let him make, get him so that he can get better. Then after that, once Marius gets all better, or he marries Cassette, Jean actually doesn't end up going into prison. Um... After he comes out of his, Mary's grandparents' house, they Jean Javert or actually left and committed suicide because he couldn't think that Jean could be a good person. Cassette and Marius get married. Then Jean tells Marius all about his past and how he was a criminal and stuff. Then after that, he. He, um, then, so Marius is like, oh, yeah, I don't want you around my pure wife. So Marius says, Jean's not allowed to see Cassette anymore. After years, after years of this, this Marius finally finds out that Jean only told him all the bad stuff, none of the good stuff. Marius ends up, uh, Marius and Cassette go back to Jean just as Jean was dying, and after, and, once Jean gets to see their faces again, he dies. And that's how the book ends. Now we're going to give our overall impressions of the book. Brianna, what would you think? I thought it was a pretty good book. I thought it was like, there were some times where it was like very exciting. And there was also some times where it was kind of sad and mellow. You know? There was times where I thought, wow, how could he do that? Or times where I thought, I'm so glad he did that. You know? 
it's a very book where it goes up and then down. Like, he has very high highs and then very low lows. But when he has the lows, they're, like, extensive lows. Yeah, and then the highs are extensive, pretty extensive, too. So then it ke keeps you entertained, not those books where it just, like, drones on and on and on. So, like, personally, your opinion, did you think the book was good? Yes, I did. I think think that, like, I highly recommend it for other people to read. Like, but what, who would you recommend it to? I would feel like I'd recommend it for, like, people who are a bit more of mature readers, because you don't want, like, a five-year-old to be reading this book. You About, want to, like, yeah, like, right. probably, like, 13 in and up. Yeah. So then it, like, really gets your emotions going. It brings in your you morals, fall, too. Yeah, and you fall in love with certain characters, and you really get deep into their, what they're thinking. But then there's other characters where you get, like, really hate, start hating them. Yeah. You always want to read books that make you fall in love with characters. I think those are the best books that authors make. And I think this book actually helped you with that. Like, the main character, Jean Machat. At first, I didn't really like him because he stole and stuff. But then, after the second five chapters that we read, I was kind of on the edge of whether I liked him or not. But now, I'm completely in love. I love his character, how he did all these bad stuff, but to control for it, he did all these good stuff. But then, it was sad how he had to die in the end, though. Yes, but, like, that's the thing with this book. I like how it's, like, about life, and it's realistic, so you can relate to it really. Like, there's no happy ending. Yeah, it's not, like, happens, a you know? fairy tale ending where it's, like, oh, and he skipped away all happy with Cassette and Marius. This book gives you a slice of life saying, well, it's not always sunshine and, and rainbows and yeah. stuff. There's, like, death and people, like, there's that's what happens in life. Like, when Javel committed suicide because he couldn't handle that... Not everything's black and white. That there's like a splash of color places, you know. Yeah, and then like Jean's death, like people don't always die happy. Sometimes they die it's peacefully. A, but it's not a rare like, thing sometimes. Yeah, exactly. Because like when people hold out just to see the people they love, it's a sense of thing because they don't want to die. Because there's also like a connection. Yeah. My great grandpa died, right? Mm -hmm. And he was like really old, like ninety something, and my great grandma. But before, like, they they were pretty healthy, I suppose, but, like, bedridden. After yeah. he died, a month later, my great-grandma died. And my mom said that she died because of heartbreak. So yeah, that's, that, a, like, a thing. People can die of heartbreak. Yeah, exactly. That's how Jean died. Like, he didn't die of old age or anything. Like, yes, he may have been old, but he missed on um, cassette so much that he couldn't handle it anymore. He couldn't handle knowing that the only person that he's ever really come to love is kind of gone. Yeah, exactly. The one thing I wished about this book is that they would have made got a bit more, like Jean would have got to see his sister again or something. Like, I know they, oh yeah, I forgot about them actually. Because like he goes, steals the bread, then disappears. So like what I'm thinking is, does the sister is actually remember him? Yes. Like what about the kids over there? Are they, what if they're dead? Exactly. That's didn't get the food. Exactly. That's what I'm thinking. It's like, well, what if, what are their family thinking? Yeah, you kind of want to know about them too. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of want to like, I don't know. I wish like there was maybe like a sequel to this book. Yeah. But cassettes, kind of the main character now. Oh, that'd be interesting. I would love that, but I feel yeah. like that's a bit more of like the actual book, Les Misérables, not yeah. just a. Because isn't the mis like the Misérables actually like the long. The long, long version, it's a thousand yeah. pages. 
This is like the shorter version. Yeah. This is just a short little version to make sure that you get the basics of it, but you don't go into as many characters. Like, um, I forgot her name. But the girl that loved Marius, that formed a love triangle with Cassette. Yeah, I don't remember her name either. <laughs> but that was, if we could get more, in, apparently the actual book actually gets more in depth with her. Yeah. And I'm just like, wow. Like, I would love to see that love triangle play out. Yeah, no, I'm like, I'm super interested in watching the musical. Yeah. Because then you get to experience it and their songs. Yeah, and, and actually, like, because you've already read, like, a, I guess the section of a book. The yeah. big, huge So book. then you understand. You can, yeah, you understand what's going on. You would be like, oh my gosh, like, I, like, I remember reading it. I know what's going on. And this is so sad because you also have the music playing too, which also gives you a new set of emotions. Yeah. So then, especially with, like, I know, like, when our, we first started reading this book, our producer said, like, yeah, we're going to, uh, yeah, I went to go see the play a couple years ago. There were some people that were crying because they knew what was going on because they read the book. Yeah. And but then there's the music other helps people. More, right? Then there's the the other people that never read the book that went to go see the play and were like, what the heck is going on? Like, um, okay, so if you were to read like a book, right? Uh huh. But what's an example I can get? Because I know there is like, okay. So if you read, um, if you read a book, say, I don't know, let's pick another Disney movie. Cinderella, okay? <laughs> okay? Or, like, Beauty and the Beast. No, Beauty and the Beast. You read the book Beauty and the Beast, right? Mm-hmm. Like, maybe, like, the kids version or something like that? Yeah. You wouldn't cry, but the actual movie, when it I was make, watching makes, it, it... It pulls out your emotions a bit more. Like, yes, reading pulls out your emotions, definitely. But, but then when you can... Helps. It depends on, on how you, like, learn and stuff, too, because Perceive if you're... Yeah. you're... If you're more of a book reader and that's how, like, you pull out your emotions, yeah. if you're reading stuff... But then there's the people that listening to stuff, so audiobooks, music, that kind of stuff pulls up their yeah. emotions. Or there is people like me, where it's like you have to be like seeing them talk. Yeah. Like if I was listening to an audiobook, it would drive me nuts because I can't see anybody talking. Yeah. So it's like that's what I'm really excited about to see the musical. Yeah. But like I'm talking about how like in Beauty and the Beast, you know how the songs are pretty powerful. Yeah. Especially like the last song where the Beast almost basically dies, but yeah. wakes with a kiss. I thought that song was really. I'm not. It wasn't the song, but I thought that part was really sad. If you read that in the book, you think, oh my gosh, it's really sad. But with the music in the background that you can kind of hear, it just like brings out your emotions yeah. more. Or like that part where before they were gonna sing the song "Let's Kill the Beast" when he was singing how when Belle was running away. Yeah, I thought that song was very sad. That was just it like, like oh my pulled gosh. out your emotions. Too. Yeah. So then, and that's like really interesting how. And then if you read, if you actually read the original book, it doesn't pull out your emotions as much. If because you were to it read any have... book about it, there wouldn't be there's no songs. Exactly. So then it doesn't pull out your emotions as much. Yeah, it would probably just say the beast was watching outside his tower window or yeah window longing for bell or something like that you know yeah but john major actually helps i love i haven't seen the musical but i kind of want to see it or at least the movie i feel like no i feel i've like talked to a lot of people like my parents yeah. and my friends and stuff and they always they're saying like yeah don't go see the movie go see the musical read the book then go see the musical then go see the movie because the movie is way better than the musical but I like, mean, the musical is way better than the movie, not the. 
Yeah, because the movie, I don't, I don't think they have any songs in the movie, do they? No, one of the, it depends on which movie you watch. There's some movies that have songs, some movies that don't. I, I know, like, the newest version, they have the songs, but they're not a, but it doesn't, like, trap you as much. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure it's with some of the movie, is it ends with Javert's suicide, mm-hmm. and then John just walks off all happily ever after. No, Oh, yeah, that's in one of the movies. Yeah. I think my coworker actually has one of the movies. He said he'll lend it to us because I asked him. And he said that in the end, like, after Javel dies, Jean Valjean actually doesn't die either. Yeah, he, he kind of just walks, walks off. off. Walks off all happily. Saying, like, well, it's not my poem. Like, I'm that's why, like, free the, now. That's the same with, like, pretty much any book. You read the book, then yeah. you watch the movie, and you're like, what? That's not how it happened. It happened like this. Yeah. Like, I'm usually a person that would prefer movies over books, because, like, you know, I, like, I don't know why, but I'm not really a book reader, but now that we've read this book, I'm kind of, I'm in tune with it, and I want to see the movie and how they perceived it, but I would rather see a movie with the songs, too. Yeah. Because listening to the songs separately with the book, that was okay, but listening to the songs in the movie, too, I think that would capture the moment more. Definitely. Okay, so, Georgia, we thought the book was a really good book. Mm-hmm. But what do you think the theme of the book was? Um, it's kind of hard to decide because there are so many themes in this book. I think that, like, the main theme was it was almost, like, justice in the beginning. And then, like, it's almost what I think it would be, like, the actual 100% main theme would be, like, having, making sure that you're living your life to the fullest and trying to... No matter how much bad you do, try and make sure that there's more good. Personally, I thought there was kind of two themes, like morals, because there was a whole kind of morals in the book. Yeah. Like, even though you're like you've done a lot of bad, you can try and correct it with the good. And also, I think making tough decisions. Yeah. Because Jean Valjean had the choice to go to jail, but he decided to like fake his death and like escape many times to go and save Cassette. Yeah, so then there was lots of different themes, like, justice was definitely a theme in the beginning. Yeah. And then, like, the law and stuff. And then, and the second theme would probably be, like, for, like, the second section would be, like, like, I think maybe... Tough decisions. Tough decisions and being true to yourself almost. Yeah, I think tough decisions. And I think the last one would mostly be, like, morals. Yeah. Because when... Uh, Jean Valjean was taking Marius to his grandparents' house. Yeah. And um, Javel had the choice to wait there to capture him. When he decided no, he decided to be morally, I don't know, honest or just. I'm not sure if I'm using the right terms, but to decide to leave because it was his favor to Jean Valjean because Jean Valjean actually helped him a couple of times. Yeah. I feel like it's always... He is... A different thing depending on the perspective you read it from. Yeah. And, like, the way you think. The way if you have, like, certain morals, mm-hmm. like the moral of justice, then you would think that Jean, that Jean Valjean should have gone to jail either way. Yeah. Like, it depends on, I think it depends on each person's perspective. Yeah. Because if it's just one person reading the book, they may think that it's the entire book was about justice. One person may think the entire book was about hard decisions yeah but when you put multiple people in a room there's always going to be oh multiple answers yeah yeah 
because, like yeah. I said before, justice and morals kind of go hand-to-hand in this book. Yeah. There's a whole bunch of hard decisions, like you said, and, like, justice, which was not being put in properly at the beginning of the book for, like, the five years in jail. Yeah. But that, at the same time, that was back then and how they run things. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But I think justice is one of the things, but it's not really the main stuff. Hard decisions and morals, I think. I'm pretty sure that it's, like, big hard decisions and morals, too, but then also trying to do, always be the best in Trying to do good. Trying to do good and trying to always make sure that you're being a good person. Be the best person you can be. Yeah. And, like, even if you have to do bad decisions, you should still... To try and do more good decisions than bad. Cover up with good? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, that was a really good book. Yeah. And after this short break, we'll be having some interviews, so keep in tuned. Well, so let's head on to our interview. We'll be having an in- a special interview with, with Marius. With Marius. Because that's lover. It's right after this break. Okay. Bye. Coca Cola, do 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 oh. Coca Cola, do 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 do. You got me wanting you. Cause you're a great beverage. Go to your local Coca-Cola store and buy a Coca Cola today. Coca Cola, do 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 do. You got me wanting you. Cause you're a great beverage. And now we're going to have a very interesting interview with Marius. So, Marius, how's your day so far? It's going pretty good. You know that day when you met Cassette, what was the reason you were in the park? I was picking flowers for my grandfather because I love him very much. Oh, how considerate. Um, what? what? How did you feel when Jean Valjean told, told you about his past? I was very shocked about the discovery that he was a criminal. And after he stole so many of those uh, those money, like those francs, uh, francs, and I was so shocked that he was a criminal. How did you feel when he died? And you found out that he didn't actually steal the money? It was, it was sad because I felt guilty for the way he died. And uh, just seeing him there. It was sad, but I knew he died peacefully. What was your first impression of Cassette? She was like an angel, sent from heaven. In those letters, you were sharing with each other. You don't have to like really go into it, but what were the sorts of things you were saying to her in those letters? Just the when I first saw her, how beautiful she was, and I wish I could see her. Any pickup lines you can share that you said to her? No comment. <laughs> well. Any other questions, Georgia? Um, what was your first impression of Jean Valjean? When I first saw him right beside my love Cosette, I was like, he is very strong. And if I ever marry Cosette, I must be very nice to him. Um, when Cosette moved away, how'd you feel about that? It was very sad because I could never see her again. And that is why I joined and fought in the barricade. Were you scared that you were going to die at that time? No, because I thought, how could I live if I could never see Cosette again? Oh, that's, that's pretty deep. That's very sweet. <laughs> how lucky she is to have a person like you. Yes, I know. 
<laughs> well, thank you for coming in today. Hey. Thank you for having me. Bye. Have a good day. Now for a long-awaited interview that everyone's been asking for. So, Jean Valjean, how are you doing? Bonjour. How are you doing? Oh, Vivi, I'm just uh, a little old, you know? I'm pretty sore. So, at the beginning of the book, when you stole the bread for um, your nieces and nephews, how did mm-hmm. they feel when you sent th- when they sentenced you? Mm. How did I feel? Yep. Yes. Did you think it was just? Well, I felt that, you know, three years in jail for stealing a loaf of bread Wasn't it five? is ludicrous. You know? Oh, it was five? Yeah, yeah I'm old. I forget. Uh, that is ludicrous. And uh, for just a piece of bread and for homeless, hungry children? Why do you keep trying outrageous. to es- Why do you keep trying to escape? So I could get to my nieces and nephews quicker, you know? Oh, yeah, speaking of which, do you still think about them now? Yes, I do, very often. Like, they they remind me of Cosette, and Cosette also reminds me of them, because they're so cute and budgy. (laughs) Do you think they remember you? I honestly hope they do, but they probably don't recognize me anymore, because, you know, I'm like 100 years old. Um, Why did you spend so much money and time and effort to take care of Cosette? Well, Cosette, she's like, she's like the daughter I never had, you know. And I made a promise to Fantine when she died that I'd take care of her. And she's also very cute. Have you seen that smile? (laughs) Of course. We've had, we interviewed her before and she had a lot of good things to say to you about you. Oh, really? Yes. Why do you buy her the princess doll? Um, it is not a doll. It's an action figure. <laughs> anyway, uh, I bought it for her because I knew she'd like it very much. And that I knew that the Thenardiers wouldn't, probably wouldn't even give her any toys. You know? Mm. Okay, here's a question that I've been wanting to know for a while. Yes, yes. What about Javel? How do you feel, oh, no. like, when he died? No, no, Like, how no, did you no, feel, no. feel about him in general? You know, you know, Javert and I... We like yin and yang, you know. Like Batman and Joker. Yes, yes. I'm like the unstop. I'm like the unstoppable force, and he's like the immovable object. You know, like what's gonna happen? Is it gonna form a black hole or something? I know, right? Like Javert and I, black and white, night and day. Uh, ketchup and mustard. <laughs> uh, how I felt when Javert died. I I don't know. Something in inside me kind of died also. You know. Like, was he kind of like a frenemy, a friend? Yes, yes. We were were like colleagues. He was like, he was also like a brother I never had or like a stepsister. (laughs) Were you surprised when he actually let you go that day when you saved Marius? Yes, yes, very surprised because, you know, you know, Javert, he's a man of the law and he'd never let a convict go, especially a 19 year convict. Um, how do you feel about Marius? You know, Marius and I, we we had a rough start, you know? I first saw him stalking my little girl in the park. I thought it was stalking, but, you know, they just liked each other. And I also wanted him dead for a couple of weeks, but I'm over it now. Marius and I, were cool. We're cool. Mm-hmm. Well, 
Thank you so much for this interview. I know you have other things to do. No, not really. Yeah. Um, I'm 100 years old. Uh, I'm in heaven now. Uh, yeah. Well, anyways, thank you, though. Well, have a yes. good... Have you ever been bullied for just using plain white paper? The cool kids calling you out? Being the outcasts of the class? Well, we have a solution for you. Go to the Colorful Paper Society! We have variety of colors like pink, orange, red, and blue, and more! You'll never have to be the outcast ever again. People will love you, and you'll be one of the favorites. The Colorful Paper Society has a link down below. It's XXX777889. The Colorful Paper Society is an actual society, and you don't need to download. There is not an actual number. Hi, and today we have a special collab with three groups. I'm Bridget Duncan. I'm Caden Dupont. And we're from the 1833 Prisoner Times podcast. I'm Deshaun Angelina Kiku. I'm Austin DiMolanta. And I'm Mitchell Irvin. And we're... Damn! Damn! I'm Brianna Lynch. And I'm Georgia Montgomery. And we're from the Golden Book Podcast. <laughs> so today, basically, we're just going to be doing a group of debate, boys versus girls, um, whether Jean Valjean should have been sent to heaven or hell. I feel like we're at a disadvantage because there's more boys than girls, though. Uh, no. It's just it's just based off of your opinion, but okay. Yeah, let's, let's start off. Okay, boys, what do you think? Heaven or hell? We believe that John Lazar should have went to hell. And why? Can't because that. just because he committed <laughs> a crime, <laughs> and, and just because he did something wrong, he still committed a crime, and he still deserved to go to prison. Yeah, this guy's like a professional robber at this point. Taking money from little kids, robbing bakeries. Like, this guy knows it all. <laughs> Still from one kid. Yeah, and one bakery. It's not like he's... Yeah, exactly. It's not like he's... He's got identity theft. Um, That's another he did thing. multiple wrong things, and he still decided... Multiple wrong things? Like, wow! <laughs> he did do Ran multiple away from wrong the things. Cost. Haven't you done multiple wrong things, Austin? Okay, then explain why he deserved to go to heaven. Well, because even though he's done so much bad things, he's covered up with all the good things he yeah, did. Yeah, he's made up That's not how life works. That's, that's, that's not how life works. Wait, wait, Like when he saved Cassette. Yeah, exactly. Okay. But in your daily life, if you commit a crime, but then you escape jail, are you going to um, make it up by saving someone? No, you're not. Well, that's you, how... And you could. That's how community like, service yeah, works, honey. That makes that's you, also, so you admit that I'm okay. right. That makes you a hero, but that doesn't make you a criminal. I mean, that does make oh, you Oh, yeah, a you're right. It doesn't make that, you a criminal. No, it does make you a criminal. If you think about it, he kind of did community service. Because, you know, like when you go to jail, and they're just like, oh, you want to get out early. Did the judge assign the community service no to Well, there was no judge. No was in the 1800s, let me tell you. Kate, I'm making it no, but relating it to this day and age. Exactly. There's there was a judge. There was a judge, but they didn't actually give him the sentence because Jean Valjean um, ran away and he didn't actually come up and forward saying, I'm Jean Valjean. He was um, letting that guy, what's his name again, Champ, um, pretend like he was Jean Valjean. No, but then he went up there and said, yeah, I'm Jean Valjean. Exactly. And he walked out. Yeah. And then he went to prison. No, he didn't. So he no, he ended didn't. up. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he, he broke out. Oh. And then yeah, he, he broke, broke out, out of and then prison. he went into another crime. We do, he technically did break out of prison. That's he went to go charge. and save someone, and then he fell into the water. We got robbery, we got yeah. burglary, we got identity theft. Yeah, but how has he served his time? He I mean, he was in there for 19 years. He tried to break out of prison. You know how guilty he felt from all what of his dying time? He still did something wrong. Yeah, but he's, like... 
Okay, but don't you think that 19 years in prison plus the extra six months and then the guilt, do you think that would have been enough to... No. No, no, this guy, this guy is going straight to hell when he dies. No, I that feel like we have enough for the crimes yes. that he did before that, but after... You think 19 years is enough 19, for stealing bread and not trying after to pass years, years, prison. After the 19 of years, after the 19 years... 19 of years? After the 19 years, he continued to um, do multiple crimes, so... Okay, but God doesn't look at the bad things he does. He looks at the good things. Is God the judge? Yeah, it yes. Is. Oh. He's the judge. God's the judge. God is not the judge in this situation because we're talking about heaven or hell. And God is literally the judge. Is he the judge when freaking Jean Valjean is alive? No, he isn't. But when he dies, yeah, we're talking and we're about debating whether he's going to heaven or hell or not. Well, no, he deserves to go to hell. So. But well, God is making the decision. Well, yeah, think about the good somebody. side of all he's done and not the bad. I listen, okay, There's no, more if good. If you kill somebody, but then you save another person, right? Are you forgiven for killing somebody? Oh. I no. think but that's, that's no, a different situation. If you ask for God's about. forgiveness, we're not looking about, like, crimes right now. We're looking at God and what would God do and what, what is he What did he ask for forgiveness? When he went to the bishops. Yeah, after he went to, you remember you know, when he, he was like he crying so, at a window so or whatever? That's another one. He stole from and the then, bishop. And then, well, well, God bought his it. soul. So, if anything, yeah, that just proves that he's going to heaven. God bought his soul. <laughs> but he's condoned for the sins. Yeah, well, he's, okay. he's, he's technically done. <laughs> you guys know we're right. We're not talking about no. the law, we're talking about heaven. And you know we're right. He's done multiple good things and bad things, but what do you think will win in this situation? I feel like the bad the good. Thing, the good. Yeah. The good outweighs the bad. The good will always prevail. Okay, he gave a girl a chance at a good life. Okay. So she's married. Okay, and? She's so that, got a man. Oh, she's yeah. One girl out of the whole town. One girl. It's not like he killed everyone to save that girl. He broke out of prison <laughs> to save that girl. He didn't hurt anyone else. Exactly. Well, we don't know that. Maybe other prisoners. Oh my, Caden, you can't go off on. Well, what if this happened? What if this? No, we're looking at facts. Yeah, that is a fact. In prisons, when you try to break out, the other prisoners get punished. Okay, try to think about yours perspective, like what God would see. God would see the good, and then He was trying to do good and. He's Safe trying to, yeah, people. condone for ourselves yeah. for what he's done. God would see that he's a good person. Mitchell, tell him. Tell him. <laughs> well, oh, you want Mitchell to back you up now? Yeah. You right. can't think of enough this good points group. on your own. This is a group debate. You're your own group. We're our own group. Yeah, but you need Mitchell to back up yeah, for you. Yeah, you need Mitchell well, to give you some it's points. It's called a group debate for a reason. Okay, Mitchell, come on. So, All right. Come on, spill Still. the tea. <laughs> Just because you say sorry and you do something to make up for the wrongs doesn't mean you're always forgiven. So exactly. what? But by God, you are. Yeah. God forgives you. How do you know that? Are you best friends with God? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I am. Hey, You're God. just going off of what you've heard. Of and are you best friends with Satan? Oh, oh, you don't know what. Dad, it's like bro. it's like so. <laughs> for, for example, my brother, like. Messiah. Yeah, like two Messiah. days ago, we we're taking out the garbage, and this boy decides to lock the bottom door to our apartment. So we end up getting locked out. So my mom was really mad at him. Yeah, we saw. I understand. Yeah, <laughs> Shit, I'm up. telling a story, Austin. Hurry Can you up, wait? Oh. Anyways, <laughs> anyways, but my mom ended up forgiving him, and he's condoned for a sense because he was sad. He was on the brink of crying. Okay, and but I'm over here. A lot of people cried. Yeah, <laughs> everyone cried. No, but at the same time, but he was so guilty. He didn't want candy. He was that guilty. Oh, and okay? Jean Valjean was also guilty. Yeah, but he, but everyone forget. Well. Yeah, people forgave him. Candy either. <laughs> yeah, but you know what? I think 
I think God would forgive him, and he would see that he was a better man. Yeah, God he, forgives everyone as long as you want forgiveness. God can forgive him, but maybe God won't send him to heaven. If you're the dumbest thing I've ever heard. If, if you're forgiving, okay, oh, I forgive you, but you're, you're, you're still going to hell. I'm no, remember, you're going to hell, goodbye. Forgive, but never forget. If I forgave you, would I still want to okay, be friends with you? But does, if you did something but really bad. But does God bad. abide by the law? Okay, does he care if you God go parole? God is the law. Yeah, God <laughs> is the law. Okay, he doesn't care if you didn't show your passport. <laughs> you got sent to the middle place, you know? Purgatory. Purgatory. Oh, really? Purgatory side. We're not starting with the purgatory thing. No, no, purgatory, purgatory doesn't exist. Let's no, face it right now. It's, it's either heaven or hell. No, no, maybe. Where is that one girl went to the middle place? That would be weird. Okay, oh, maybe it. No, never mind. I'm not, I'm not gonna Wait, say go, no. go, go. Okay, not where I was starting with purgatory. It's heaven or hell. Pick a side. Heaven. They already. I mean, hell. hell. <laughs> <laughs> that is easy. Steve's on our side now. Even Austin here knows that we're right. We've proved our point, and we are right. And we know we're right. You could be right, but. We could be right, too. I don't think you are, though. No. That's so no we don't think okay, wait, guys. The original Les Miserables was told by a priest telling to his congregation. Congregation. Congregation? The only thing that would a priest tell about oh, going to hell? <laughs> exactly. exactly. The priest that told the story originally would be telling the people at his church that God does forgive. Exactly. And even though you've done so much bad stuff, you can't get forgiven for what you've done. Exactly. My God, oh, here we have a point there. We have a point there, don't we? <laughs> oh, dear, are you coming over to our side? Oh, he's yeah. switched. Oh, he's switching. <laughs> he's switching. Yeah, I still have to agree, disagree with you there. Unless you can prove okay, a Kate, solid why? point. Why? You can't just say I disagree and not have any points Come on, to Kate, back up your argument. Here's the thing. I want you to imagine here. My guy, Jean Valjean, right? But your guy. He's, he's like committing highway robberies and identity theft. He committed one jail. highway robbery, not plural, one. Just one. How do we know? Like, we didn't hear about others. Oh my, can, again, didn't. you cannot go on. Well, you know, this might have happened that we it just happened didn't see. in the book. We, ha we are basing this off of what we read in the book and what we know. Anyways, my point is when you commit all that crime, God doesn't just see the good in you, He looks at your entire life, right? But if you ask for forgiveness, God does. Remember God the does priest, that. Father Ron, he said the only sin that God can't forgive is thinking that not even God can save you. When did Jean directly tell, ask God for forgiveness himself? When, when he cried in front, of the, when, in front of that window. Yeah, in front of when he went to the bishop's house oh, and, and he cried in front of the window. Basically the starting of the book. Mm -hmm. yeah. You know how much yeah. happened after so in that? So in his crimes later in the book, he never, he never asked for forgiveness. Have you realized that? You don't know that. Yeah. <laughs> you don't know that. We're going to be like, you guys. Yeah, we're going to be like, you guys. We don't want if this happened. We're yeah. going to be like, every day. Basing it off of the market. I'm say that. What are you uh, doing? <laughs> what are you doing? Why are you guys criticizing? Explain that. What are we criticizing? Deshaun's strange actions. Oh, you're trying. Stop it? <laughs> like, we know he went to heaven. Like, no, you can't obviously he went this. to hell. Like, just open your eyes. And you okay, guys are no literally the reason why he would have gone to No, he would have not gone to hell at all. Okay, guys, you guys, guys. Okay, let's just agree to disagree and then end. Okay, fine, fine. I, 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 I suppose we could. 
I guess that's the thesis. Okay. The thesis. Okay, but right. since it's up to you guys, please vote on Dam's Twitter account, D A M underscore podcast one two three. D A M is capitalized. And yeah, so you only get some coffee later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah exactly. Let them. Big goodbye Men. from. If you can call them that. The Golden Buck. Eighteen thirty three Prisoner Times podcast. Damn. Damn. Okay, bye everyone. <laughs>